1: So your due date is just about here, and you're still trying to figure out what to pack in your hospital bag. What are the essentials, and what can you live without? We've asked some experienced moms to tell us what they think, and today we're breaking down that list. This is Preggy Pals, episode 29. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should
2: I be eating?
3: I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant.
2: And I have to exercise? What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? Sh- sh- oh, oh, gotta sh- make oh,
1: these oh, oh. pants
2: fit! <laughs> I've got kinkles! What do you mean there's
1: more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Golt. Are you a member of the Preggy Pals Club? Our exclusive club for moms-to-be gives you access to all of our archived episodes, transcripts, plus extended conversations from each show, and so much more. For more information, visit the members section of our website, which is preggypals.com. And how would you like to win $300 in pregnancy and parenting products? All you have to do is subscribe to our Preggy Pals newsletter and you'll automatically be entered in the contest. We'll draw one lucky winner at the end of November. And we're also giving away a free wall-mounted diaper and wipe dispenser from Bobby. I know, we're giving away a lot of stuff in this next coming month. Now, this is a product that recently received four stars from our Preggy Pals blogging team who tested the product and then reviewed it. You can visit the giveaways page on our website to learn how you can win. All right, we've got two panelists joining us here here in the studio. Stephanie, let's start with you.
0: Hi, I'm Stephanie Sawfeld. I am 29. I am a gemologist due January 9th with my first baby, a girl, and we are having a hospital birth. Hi, I'm Elisa Suter. I am 32.
3: I'm a wedding planner, and I'm due April 12th. We aren't sure of the gender yet. We'll be finding that out this month. And, uh, This is going to be our first. We'll be having a hospital birth.
1: And if Elisa's voice sounds familiar, it's because she was an expert on our show. And I think, I actually didn't do the research, but I think it was episode seven. But we were talking about um, baby showers and how to plan the perfect baby shower. So um, Elisa has a lot of experience in that. (laughs) And we're so excited that you're pregnant now and you're on our show. I'm so excited, too. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us today, ladies.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Okay, here is a crazy headline that is making headlines around the internet. This is from the Daily Mail, which is, as I just learned, a UK newspaper. At was informing me prior to the show, so now I know. Okay, so here's the headline. Um, basically, they're talking about bizarre keepsakes new mothers cherish forever. And I got to tell you, ladies, some of these are a little crazy. Again, this is from a UK paper. So they polled UK mothers, and we're going to break down some of these items. But essentially, things like umbilical cords, positive pregnancy tests, dirty nappies, which are dirty diapers. Um, they say are quickly becoming some of the most popular baby keepsakes, and they're overtaking traditional items such as locks of hair and first teeth. Now, the article also says, although they may not seem like the most appealing souvenirs to many, 96% of women surveyed said they would cherish the items forever. Ever Now, obviously, it depends on the items, but um, just initial thoughts. Stephanie, you're kind of giving me this look like what is yeah. going on over in the UK. Yeah,
0: well, you know, the dirty nappies, really?
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: that was the worst um, for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, I kept my positive pregnancy test, so I don't think that's super weird. Yeah. But um, Where did you keep it? Where do you put it? Well, I just have it in the bathroom drawer. Because I actually well, I
1: actually Googled this, and they make boxes for, like, a keepsake box for your pregnancy test. But
0: I've heard that they fade. That they're eventually they not going to show.
1: Exactly. So what is really the benefit? Yeah. Okay, so I took um, ele- an electronic test, and I think oh, that may okay. make the difference. Yeah. I think if you have the line thing. I think that that's that's different. That's like a litmus test kind of thing. But I think the, you know, not pregnant pregnant, I know that goes away. Yeah. Because I've wanted to keep it at least until I was able to take a picture of it or something. Oh, see, I just checked away.
0: mine and it still really it still shows. It shows but, my... And I took a
3: picture maybe it of it. I did yeah. take a picture of it. So yeah,
1: I did that. But, but I'm, I'm just keeping it.
3: So I go. took the line one. You took and so the line one. I, I kept the line one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine is just in a drawer. Yeah. Right now. You yeah. Know, it'll probably eventually go in the maybe put baby, it in the stuff. baby book. Yeah, the baby
1: book. Yeah. yeah. You're not worried about, since you had to pee on it, it... Well, I mean, the pee, it <laughs> dried. It yeah. and, and urine <laughs> is sterile, let's be honest. Yes. It's sterile, yeah. you know. And, you know, you wipe it off and well, everything. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Okay, so listen to some of these items. Okay, boots and mittens, 56%. That's that's not yeah, unusual. okay? Yeah. Umbilical cord, or the clipping of it, 32%. That's My... Yeah, enough. it's a
0: little weird. It's not as weird as the dirty diapers, but <laughs> it's... um. <laughs> We're doing placenta encapsulation, and the the doula that does that um, also does like a placenta print, and does something.
1: Sometimes with they make it into like a little heart or something yeah, like that, and then it dries that way
0: with that stump. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, whatever she does, it it's included in the thing. Right. So we'll so keep it. So why not? Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know that I would just keep the little piece that oh but they're talking about the piece that falls off yeah, of yeah a baby yeah. not the like
1: I'm assuming it actually doesn't break it down but I'm assuming can I just tell you a quick story so with my my five two boys with my first boy my plan was to keep it I don't know why just you know and as a new mom you just want to keep everything you don't want anything to get out of, <laughs> of your course, sight of course of course and I have to tell you one day I was changing him and it was suddenly gone and I realized the dog had ate it ew it oh. fell off oh and the dog <laughs> ate it <And laughs> a tiny little dog you guys i don't have some big old dog <laughs> i have a poodle okay a tiny oh. toy poodle oh. eight ate- the umbilical cord. Um, so you may have plans to keep stuff, <laughs> and your dog may take that away. Um, okay, let's continue down this. <laughs> this. Okay, so you guys were talking about pregnancy tests. 19% of the people they surveyed said they keep their pregnancy tests. so low. But yeah, it yeah. Does. yeah, First birthday candle, 16%. That's normal, yeah, I that's think. that's not weird. Especially if you think you're going to have more kids. Like, I, because I, we had the big one, you know, and I think we even have a two now, because my older son's now two, um, and I'm thinking, I'm reusing those things. Yeah, you know, they're really only lit candles? for like exactly. a few yeah. seconds. Um let's see. Maternity clothes worn during labor. Uh Ooh. during labor. No. Ooh, no. I've heard, heard messiness. 11%. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's just kind of gross. Lock of hair 11%. Um, stained bibs, nine percent. No thanks. Why? Weird, weird, <laughs> weird, weird, weird. Nail clippings, one no. percent. Oh, no, 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 no. Filthy. Another <laughs> thing my dog eats, by the way, <laughs> no. nails. Just the other day, I was like really okay. Um, and we were talking about the dirty diaper, or in their case, the dirty nappy. They said it was less than one percent. So obviously, that that is just some weirdo out there that is um has a little too much time on their hands, I yeah, think. Why
0: why? I wanna know. I wanna get in that person's head. I wanna know why. You, they're making new ones every minute. <laughs> like why why
1: why?
3: I would imagine it probably doesn't smell so hot no. after a while and what are you either. Do no. But
1: put it in a plastic bag and just kinda
0: uh,
3: are you gonna look I, at it? I don't know.
1: Like, I mean know. but they they didn't yeah. say what one or two, right? They didn't say I suppose they didn't oh, see, I'm imagining two. I'm imagining two. I am too So was I. Yeah, but so even, who knows? I I still think it's weird, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, but anyways, hey, it, it's your kid. I guess do what you want. Yeah, <laughs> just don't tell other people don't about show it. Show other people. Don't don't. Uh, yeah, when when the UK newspaper comes and uh, calls you, don't admit it. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's just
1: a very honest person.
0: Then
2: with the Lucky Lance slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Today we are breaking down what items you should pack in your hospital bag. Our experts are all moms themselves who have been there, done that. That's right, we polled our Facebook and Twitter friends to see what items topped their list. Both of our panelists are here in the studio. They are first time moms, so it's very applicable. They are also planning hospital births. So I know you guys are at varying stages of your pregnancy. Let's let's remind the audience how many weeks. Stephanie, how many weeks are you? Um,
0: 29 and a half.
1: Okay, and Alisa, 16. Okay, so you're not too far apart. You're about a month or so apart. So, have you guys thought about what you're going to put in your hospital bag, Stephanie? I just started making my list. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah. Although, you know, I, I don't know. I guess when I'm supposed to.
1: Pack seven this months bag. at the seven month mark is what I read that you're supposed to start packing your bag. So I'm pretty close to that. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, any any thoughts about it yet?
3: I just started pinning things on Pinterest. <laughs> look <so>. at you. <laughs> So I I went through a little phase this week of needing to do some stuff for the baby, started the registry, and started pinning some things and all of that.
1: Okay, so you plan for a living though. right? I do. You're a wedding planner. So (laughs) I I guess I would expect this from Elisa, right?
3: (laughs) That is true. (laughs) <laughs> I, and I'm going to be really busy for the next couple of months. So, yeah. you know, I figure it, it's probably good for me to start getting this done early.
1: Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it hurts at all. My problem with this seven month rule, and we'll, we'll realize this as we go through this list, is that a lot of the stuff you use on a daily basis. right? Mm-hmm. right. And this was my problem, you know, going into packing my hospital bag as I thought, because I, I love to plan stuff. I love to plan things way out if I can. Um, and it just really wasn't practical for me. So anyways, let's go through this list and talk about maybe some of the items that come to mind that you would definitely put in your bag. But uh, again, I just kind of grabbed some of these. These are the main things that most of the websites are talking about because there are umpteen thousand websites out there that will tell you what to put in your hospital bag. Um, So I tried to break it down for you guys a little bit and just talk about um, the things that are most important given the fact that I've had two children now and (laughs) have gone through my fair share of crap, I forgot that. Honey, go home and get that. Um, So hopefully you won't have to do that. So let's break this down. So the number one item everyone talks about is comfy clothes. Now, we can break this down in a bunch of different ways. You can talk about the clothes that you go home in. Like your homecoming clothes—that's what they call it, homecoming clothes—or um, just stuff to you know be in the hospital with, um, you know, as you're recuperating, you know, after having birth. Um, if you guys are planning hospital births, you're probably going to stay in there at least for a couple of days, even if it is a vaginal birth, unless you're birthing in a birthing center, but that's totally different. So um, when I say comfy clothes, do you guys have personal items that come to mind that are just like, oh, when I really want to get comfy and cozy, this is what I bring.
0: Yeah, pajama pants and sweatshirts and whatever. But I think a lot of that probably isn't reasonable either because you have to have access for breastfeeding. You have to have access for the doctors to be checking
1: you. Yeah, that's true. And,
0: you know, I hear things get messy.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) they they do have birthing gowns. Now, let me just preface this by saying you can wear it during birth, but they're also nice to wear, even if you don't, you know, if you want to wear a hospital gown or whatever. um, They can't force you, by the way, to wear something specific during your labor and delivery. Um, Unless you're, unless you end up having a C-section, then obviously that needs to be a sterile environment. But when you're talking about you know just a regular labor and delivery in, in a labor and delivery room um, you can wear pretty much whatever you want and I have heard of people um, saving their birthing gowns for afterward um, I had a friend that bought me a really comfortable um, it wasn't um, you know, marketed or advertised as a birthing gown, but it was something that had easy access for breastfeeding. Um, It had a little robe that went with it. It was really, you know, that really nice cottony kind of material that you just kind of want to cuddle up with Mm. on a rainy day. Yeah, Um, nice. And and I I didn't end up using that for the vaginal um, birth, but my second birth I had was a C-section, and it was perfect for that because I did more recuperating in the hospital. So when I think of my comfy... Clothes—that's something that comes to mind. But you're right, Stephanie. They will be checking you a lot. Um, they'll want, you know, just to make sure you know everything is okay and that there's no bleeding and stuff. So having pants on doesn't really work.
0: And if you do end up—I mean, you know—we don't know. Sometimes you're going to end up having a C-section right. without planning for it, and, and you don't want pants then either. Exactly. Any better.
1: Exactly. And that—that's something that they're going to want to be checking your C-section scar, scar, mm-hmm. or you know, line. So you know, like quite a. a bit.
0: A robe or like some kind of, op, you know, front open gown yeah. thing. Something is yeah. probably the best. Yeah. Even though I, my
3: first thought was the same, you know, yoga pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? <laughs> so comfy. Yeah. But, but you're right. You know, you, you want to have easy access for everything. Yeah, right. and
1: that was, that's funny you said yoga pants because one of our Facebook friends, um, Kate Hunter, actually said that because we were polling people on yeah. our Facebook, and she said, black yoga pants. So apparently there's a trend. <laughs> if you can pull off the black yoga pants, <laughs> people really like, I to, like to I feel like I wouldn't
0: that. want anything tight like that. I would want something a little more loose.
1: Oh, now, see, I have a
3: pair of maternity yoga pants. Oh. Okay. And they're the most comfortable things, and I can imagine that, yeah. you know – they're still going to continue to be comfortable the larger I get.
0: right?
1: Comfy clothes definitely is pretty high on the list. Another thing that they recommend are bras, like, um, you know, nursing bras and pads. I have to say from my personal experience, you're pretty much going less most of the time. I would you say know? like a
0: nursing tank would seem a little more Yeah, reasonable. something that you can
1: pull on and off really easily yeah. because – Odds are, you know, your newborn, if you're breastfeeding, they're going to be kind of on and off. They're still trying to get the hang of things, as you are as a first-time mom. And they may not be latching, you know, all the way in the beginning. There's a lot of training that goes on those first few days. Um, I would think having a full-blown bra, unless you just feel more comfortable wearing at home... You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's one thing. The pads, for, for for nursing pads, I'm thinking, unless you're like Superwoman, you're just dealing with colostrum in those yeah. first few days. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, maybe there are women that really need those. But for me personally, the pads would have kind of been a waste. Um, the other thing that I probably wouldn't have found very helpful at the hospital, but definitely at home, are any of the nursing pillows or support things that you buy that you put on your registry to help support baby you're nursing, mm-hmm. they have tons of stuff like that at the hospital. Oh, because you say don't yes. bring one of those. Yeah, okay, because
0: that was on my list. I mean, but.
1: you can. I just think it's it, unless you want to practice with what you're gonna have at home. But if you're just thinking, you know, I gotta bring it because they're not gonna have it. I mean, think about it. They're a hospital, they have lactation consultants at the hospital. Their staff is probably trained, you know, in lactation as well. So, you know, with my with my first, they just gave me kind of like this wedge, this styrofoam, not styrofoam foam it was like a foam wedge Uh you know and it looked kind of funky it was like this weird melony pink color but it it functioned properly and um that way I didn't have to worry about getting that messy and taking that home oh yeah that's true
3: yeah Yeah.
0: okay that's nice to know because I would never have realized that
1: they had
3: that
0: there Mm -hmm. yeah and the hospital where I'm delivering is um it's rated as a baby-friendly hospital so you know they have the They have tons of lactation support, so I can imagine that they probably.
1: Well, another thing they suggest (laughs) are socks and slippers, um, which I can I can say that that does help. um, But hospitals usually have those too, so unless you are very particular about the type of socks you're wearing, I know. Um, one of our Facebook friends said something about get the ones with the grippy things on the bottom, because oh. that is true. You Your hospital could have a more slick floor. You know, mm-hmm. they usually keep those floors pretty shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so the grippy ones could work really well. Any hospital I've been to, though, those have been provided. Now they're kind of funky looking. I think I got like bright nice. blue and bright purple. Um, but I was not in a position to really, quite, you know, the fashion police. I didn't really care about when <laughs> I was recuperating. So um, you know, they do give those to you too, but some people say socks and slippers are good because you may want to roam around in the halls or do something like that just for a little bit of exercise.
0: And I have little feet, so I don't know if the one-size-fits-all one size fits all ones That is are. true.
1: It is a one-size-fits-all <laughs> deal, too. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Uh, another thing, favorite toiletries. So when I say that, what comes to mind? What are some of your favorite things that you'd want to pack now this is everything from toothpaste to anything you use on your your face yeah. your skin yeah all of it yeah my lotion yeah you guys really particular about that Shampoo. Oh,
3: conditioner yeah i mean in my in my house we don't use sulfates okay so i know that if i were going someplace i, I would be very dubious yeah. as to what was in yeah everything yeah um, and then i have my favorite lotion that like I'm pretty much addicted to. I I just <laughs> use it all the time. It's
1: not for pregnancy, or it is for pregnancy.
3: No, it's just like hand lotion. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, I just I I can't imagine trying to go without. You know, all the things that I normally use on a daily basis. You know, chapstick
0: lotion. Yeah, chapstick. I've heard
3: is shampoo. a big thing. Yes,
1: that is a big one. Because you know. I
0: especially always my lips are constantly chapped, always And dry. especially
1: if you're not eating, um, and you're only allowed oh, to drink yeah. water, yeah. that. We had a lot of people say chapstick, bring chapstick. So that's that's a huge one as well. And of course, deodorant. That's important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You do have to be careful. As we're talking about some of these toiletry products, though, I would try to limit it to stuff that doesn't have perfume. Oh yeah. And that kind of stuff because I think, a that. C- could make you nauseated, Mm. (laughs) depending. You've got a lot of hormones and stuff going in and out of your body at this time. Um, So that would be a concern of mine. But if you keep it pretty basic, which you probably are for your pregnancy anyways. I was going
3: to say, it has to pass the first trimester test. Yes, yes. I actually started making homemade deodorant. During the first trimester? Oh you kidding oh my me? God, No, it's really easy. Yeah, it's it's really, really, really. But easy. this is a
1: whole other episode. Yeah, I know. yeah. We, sorry, <laughs> we need to talk about that. It's, it's really, you make really your own simple. soap too. No, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like Betty Crocker in the bathroom. No, yeah. <laughs> but but what what was nice is that
3: um, it was all natural and it didn't smell funny. Okay, um, and it was uh, gentle on the skin because my my mom and sister and I all have very sensitive skin Oh, okay. and so we, we were trying to find something that didn't make us break out yeah. didn't make us uncomfortable and didn't stink and yeah. so we started doing that and it's just so much better
1: yeah well good for you I'm so impressed Elisa That's thank amazing. you <laughs> um, next thing on the list is sanitary pads um, yes and no I mean here's the thing obviously the hospital is prepared to handle this they deal with how many births every you know day year whatever i always like to take advantage of the fact that they're giving me free stuff nice (laughs) so um from the moment you arrive you know you pretty much have full access to that even even if you're not admitted i'm sure they would give you sanitary pads so totally up to you if you've got a, a particular kind you like obviously or if you have some sort of sensitive skin i would imagine that the hospitals though have thought about all of that their pads are very bulky i will tell you that because it is kind of a one-size-fits-all it's not like oh can i have the slender petite version <laughs> <laughs> you know uh this is the big old chunky this is what you're getting you know again don't worry about the fashion please kind of statement but uh, my personal preference is to just use what they have but you will need sanitary pads obviously and maybe if you want something particular fine bring it with you and then
0: that kind of also goes back to your comfy clothes because you have to think about sticking that big old (laughs) fat Pad in there too. <laughs> That's true. there has got to be the proof. Skinny jeans. Well,
3: the hospital, you want to make sure that you've got comfy underwear. Yes. Oh, that is true. Yeah. yeah. Don't bring your thongs. Bigger Please size. Don't bring your your. Bring a larger G-strings size underwear. The yeah.
1: Hospital. Can you imagine? Um, Get out the granny panties, people. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> um okay hair and makeup products um i you know some people say why you're giving birth in all natural blah 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 here's the reason <laughs> you are gonna have these pictures forever yeah,
3: yeah okay yes. and
1: at first you may not think it's a big deal no, it's but big trust deal. me um you're gonna look back on the i look back on my birth photos and um it well m- more particular like with, with my firstborn where it we didn't know when it was going to happen it was a vaginal birth went into labor um, and I was looking good earlier in the day, but I'll tell you what—I by the time you know that baby came out, I still look like you know—I don't—I don't even know what I looked like. It, it was—it was not the best sight in the world. And I even brought all that stuff with me. Um, but you know, labor is intense, even if you have an epidural. I had an epidural, and um, you know, my—I was still. You know, kind of sporting the ponytail thing. Um, that's that's another good point. Bring stuff to put your hair. If you guys have long hair, and both of you guys do, bring something to to get your hair back with. Even those little barrette things. Like, so if you have a ponytail, that's great. Bring more than one because odds are you're gonna lose it or it's gonna break because you need it the most now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then barrettes and stuff like that. Headbands. But headbands. Something. That's another good one. The last thing that I want to talk about before we go to break is electronics. Now, I think this is becoming more and more important in our day and age. And there's not tons of websites, believe it or not, that talk about the different electronics you should bring. So that's why I want to break this down. I'm assuming that if you're listening to the show that you are um, Internet friendly <laughs> and you um, are used to having all your little gadgets around you. So um, I would recommend even prior to um, going in, you know, giving birth, checking with your hospital to see if they have Internet if they have Wi-Fi. I gave birth to one hospital that didn't, when I was like, are you living in the Stone Age? What is wrong with you? And I, the second hospital gave birth and just got it. And I was just like, you guys, I mean, I'm glad you have it, but seriously? Wow. Seriously. So I had brought my computer the first time and couldn't even really use it. And so that was kind of a bummer. Um, but obviously, depending on how internet savvy you are and how much time you spend online, I personally wanted my laptop with me um, and obviously my phone I have an iPhone so um, it kind of doubles as a camera but if you don't obviously you're going to want some sort of camera. I find that it's easier if you can take pictures from your phone immediately and send them out that way as opposed to taking them with a separate digital camera downloading the photos choosing which ones you want to upload I'm not saying don't use a professional camera if you have that as well or a different type of camera but people want to see that baby. I mean trust me especially if you go over your due date people are going to be bugging you on Facebook for <laughs> when is that baby coming out? <laughs> and the moment you say you're in labor, they're going to be posting saying I want pictures. Yep. So to satisfy, you know, everybody's curiosity, that's one thing that I found that was very helpful. My husband had his camera out and was taking pictures and even video right when the baby was coming out and we were able to post that stuff right away. So if that's your thing, if you like sharing that kind of stuff on Facebook, that would be an easy way to do it as opposed to oh, I got to get this camera and I got to do this and I got to do that and And all that fun stuff. The other thing I would say is don't forget your chargers to go with this equipment because, you know, you may be using it a lot and then you're like, oh, great. My iPhone's dead and I don't have a way to charge it. And did someone on Facebook
0: um, comment when you asked about um, did they say an extension cord?
1: An extension core. Because if you're in your
0: bed and like the outlet is on the other side of the that's room. A really that's, that's, a that's a really good point. Possibly. Maybe that wasn't a comment. Maybe I just read that someplace else. Oh,
1: I don't think anyone said it, but that's a really, yeah. that's a really good point, actually. And I don't know if they would allow this, but you may even want to check into like, Sur- surge, surge yeah. protector things. Because, again, <laughs> Multiple if items. If you're like me and you need to set up a little workstation <laughs> in so your hospital funny. bed. Okay. When we come back, we're going to discuss the types of paperwork you should should bring with you. Plus, what are some of the must-have items moms on Facebook and Twitter wish they had put on their list? We'll be right back.
2: Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-
1: Welcome back. Today we are talking about the items, the essential items that you should pack in your hospital bag. So now we are moving on to paperwork. Now there are some items that you're going to want to make sure that you pack. First thing that comes to mind, and we've done an episode on this for Preggy Pals. In fact, I think it was our very first episode, is your birth plan. That is something that's very important. I recommend that every woman does it, even if it is very simple. It will still help you think about the process of how you want to give birth, and I guarantee it will help you in the process of what items to put in your hospital bag. <laughs> so, um, birth plans. Have you guys thought about your birth plans? We just plans? did ours this week. Lovely. Yeah. And there's a lot of great online forms that can help you through that. That's a whole other list in itself, but... We haven't I mean?
3: we haven't started on it yet. Yeah, we y- thought about yeah, it, you we're a little early. Yeah,
1: you've got yeah. some time. You've got some time. But Just make sure you bring it because that was my problem with my first. Um, I did not pack my hospital bag. I had some things in there. But like I said, some of these toiletry items and stuff you use every day, right? Mm -hmm. And I was three days past my due date, so I should have known better. (laughs) (laughs) But I just thought that I would have more time when my contractions started. They started fast and strong. I just thought I was going to have a couple hours to linger around the house and do the stuff I needed to do. And that was not the case in my situation. So my birth plan was one of the things that I left at home, which isn't the smartest thing to do. Maybe, maybe there's a good idea. You're you're probably going to remember to bring your phone, right? Because we bring our phone. Yeah, everywhere. mine's on my phone. Yeah, I was That's, just going to say yeah. if you've got like the Dropbox um, app, I have the Dropbox app on my phone, and I can put any documents in there I want. It's a free app. Just post it and forget about it, and then that way, I just put it in my notes there and then your my notes. notes yeah, whatever yeah. whatever works for and you. and I
0: emailed it to my husband and actually texted it too.
1: so other paperwork insurance cards um, that's important if you have your insurance card. Um, sometimes if you pre-register at a hospital though, you can take care of all that information up front. so that might be something to consider. Um, a lot of websites mention birth announcements, which here's my issue with birth announcements. I like birth announcements that have photos on them okay. Yeah, so you so therefore, I'm not going to have the proper envelopes or the birth announcements there prior to my child being born. Right, <laughs> it's physically impossible. So um, maybe, maybe an idea though would be if you're going to do something on your envelopes, like if you just want to write out addresses. Maybe if you had some sort of labeling system, so you're writing it on the labels, and then you just have to peel off the labels and put them on the envelope. I'm just thinking out loud. Or if you have a standard size, if you know you're just going to go with you know a standard you five know by size, seven. yeah, five by seven or something like that maybe you can purchase those envelopes in advance but it is a good point to try to get some of the busy work out of the way if you can because you will have some downtime even though you will be obviously with your child and taking care of your child Um, things do get more hectic when you get home and I will tell you after my second son it took me four months to Mm. get my birth (laughs) announcements out yeah I'm like well you see in the video (laughs) because I was editing that the day he was born Um, but you know to get the physical and I do mine on magnets, by the way. I, I like cute. magnets because people put them on their fridge, and I think they're less likely to throw them away. Like if I get if I get a, a birth announcement in the mail, um, I'll put it on my fridge for a little bit, but then it kind of gets to its expiration it gets date, replaced. and I. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, any other paperwork things that you guys can think of?
3: Maybe just a phone list for people who might need to be called. I know yeah. my, my husband is notorious for forgetting things like that.
1: Yeah. Well, I realize this doesn't work for everyone, but isn't this kind of what Facebook is for, where you can post one thing yeah. and then everyone's, it's right. in everybody's timeline or newsfeed or whatever it's called. See, I don't think we yeah. But yeah. grandma's not necessarily grandma's on Facebook. Grandma's not on Facebook. Yeah. Oh,
0: ours are. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, well, babies are. I mean, like our parents are. So. Right.
1: And I think that that's a good idea to set up some sort of phone tree system. Mm-hmm. You know, something to do in advance, because I was thinking all of my contacts are Right in my iPhone. Yeah. I don't need to bring a list. But then I'm like, do I want to spend all the time talking on the phone? No, I no. don't. So I like that idea of having some sort of list. You could send a mass text. Right. (laughs) Then people would have to actually use texts too.
0: Ah, that's true.
1: (laughs) So there are some extra things that that are mentioned on various sites. And some of these we've talked about. But you can bring extra pillows. Obviously, hospitals have tons of pillows. But if you've got a favorite pillow um, that you want to bring that's going to ease you and make you feel more comfortable, I say bring it. We've talked about massage oil. Again, that requires someone to massage you. So unless you go to the extra special hospital where that's included in your fee, um, just keep that in mind. Um, change for vending machine. I thought that was interesting because you obviously will be fed, but if you want to eat in between, or you could j- also say just bring snacks with you. Yeah, that's what bring I was going to suggest. Bring snacks
3: with you. I don't know that I would actually want to yeah. go to the vending machine. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat out of vending machines. Well,
1: and you also have to keep in mind when you have a C-section too, um, you are on a very restricted diet after a C-section. Um, and they will see, they, at least they came in my room to see if I was cheating which I wasn't um, but you kind of have to graduate you, have, you go to a liquid diet first and, and this could take several days until you're actually eating normal again and then I think we talk about most of this stuff our, our Twitter and Facebook friends mentioned uh, chapstick is a big thing a lot of people are saying don't worry about the bras but we already talked about that um, that they could just inhibit milk production um, comfy jammies dry shampoo does not work for me me neither. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I've never it. just actually makes, makes my, tried. my hair gross. Yeah. Like, even worse than, yeah. than greasy hair. But yeah. along
1: with that, some people say just travel-size shampoo and conditioner. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I'm not going to bring it on my
0: Costco-size um, Your
1: baby book, um, that's kind of interesting, um, especially if you want to do – I'm always forgetting the handprint and the foot – print thing. So if that's important to you, uh, make sure you bring those with you. I would just kind of tuck it in with your birth plan so you don't forget. If you're going to be a cloth diaper, a cloth Cloth diaper, diaper. Mm -hmm. okay, Um, you can bring those to the hospital. You can start right away if you choose to cloth diaper.
0: Yeah, we're cloth diapering, but we're not going to start until the yucky tarpoos are over. Yeah, yeah that's so, what I
1: was going to suggest. Yeah. They will give you plenty and plenty of yeah. diapers, yeah. so you don't so really we'll have just to worry about that. that. <laughs> and sometimes the cloth diapers, depending on how big your baby is, they're not going to quite fit in the right. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So, um But you can. That is an option. You can bring your cloth diapers with you. So, Oh, and the other thing someone mentioned is a travel neck pillow, which I thought was really interesting. So hmm. those are the things that you see people wearing on the airplanes and then selling at the um, airport.
0: Yeah, someone else recommended to me a tennis Ball
1: for like massage. Oh, her, oh, oh that's good. So like, the it's the not like a full out, out
0: massage, massage. Yeah. So maybe your husband would have been a little bit
1: more. Uh, <laughs> Here, honey, can you rub me with yes. this <laughs> ball? No, it's, it's an unused one, bed. right? You don't want to like go out. And yeah, some balls probably and then brand use brand it. One okay, one just probably to good.
0: <laughs> and then someone also said a night light
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah, that's That's, the one I put on my list. Yes, that's a really good one. Um, Julie Hausman, one of our Facebook friends, said that she wished she had a nightlight. She said the room lights were way too bright, and she had to leave the hospital door open to see so she could nurse. And it was really loud out there, and obviously you want a little bit more privacy. So she said a nightlight would have been a total lifesaver. Smart, Tom. Huh? That's a great I love suggestion. It. I love it. Well, thank you so much to all of our Facebook friends and our Twitter followers for submitting these comments. We really appreciate it. We want to know what items you're planning to pack for the hospital. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page or post a comment on our website under this episode. And don't forget, this conversation continues for our members. If you want to get this great bonus content, be sure to join the Preggy Pals Club
3: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: We have a question from one of our listeners. This question comes from Maggie. And Maggie is writing from glenview illinois maggie says i have a fitness question for your expert leanne webster is it true that the more kids you have the harder it is to lose the baby weight i've heard people say this before which is frustrating because i still haven't worked off all the baby weight from having my first child thanks and uh, maggie (laughs) i think a lot of us here in the studio totally understand what you're going through but let's see what leanne has to say
2: Hi, Maggie. This is Leanne Webster with 52 Healthy Weeks. I just wanted to take some time to answer your question. Is it true that the more kids you have, the harder it is to lose weight? Well, I would say um, it's true because the more kids you have, the less time you have. Um, However, biologically speaking, uh, you should be able to lose all of your baby weight regardless of how many kids you've had. Um, There are a few things to keep in mind, though, especially since you are a new mom, Um, First, it's really critical to have good sleep in order to have an efficient um, metabolism. When you don't get good sleep, you're not um, producing enough hormones and you're producing too many of another hormone um, and this prevents your body from working efficiently. So, uh, just remember that and give yourself a break until you're um, truly sleeping well consistently. Um, the second thing is that you know, you've got less time now, obviously, so it's harder to fit in exercise. So, But I always tell people is write it on your calendar and um, you know, really make it a priority and try to get your heart rate up for at least 30 minutes a day. And sometimes that requires you know pushing the baby in the stroller or wearing the baby in a backpack or um, in a Baby Bjorn um, but, you know, really, really make it a goal, if you're getting good sleep, to, to get in the exercise, too. Um, also, focus on eating consistently throughout the day because that will keep your metabolism up. And um, choose really healthy, nutritious snacks, lots of fruits and vegetables and uh, snacks that are high in fiber. And um, just be patient and remember that it takes a deficit of 3,500 calories to lose a pound. You're a new mom. Enjoy it. Have fun, and um, just keep trying. And yes, there is absolutely hope. I've got um, a child myself, and uh, and it just it took a lot longer than I thought it would, but I eventually did it. So um, good luck, and have a great day. Thanks. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.
1: That wraps up our show for today. If you have a question or comment about our show, we would love to hear it. Send us an email through our website or call the Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way.
2: This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode Please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?